All right, welcome to Average Joe's podcast. Uh, this is Zimus Morning. I'm in Wakanda, Illinois. I moved from a Chicago location, and I'm joined by two other people. I'm uh, Mario Romanelli. I'm in Hagerstown, Maryland. I also moved, like Ziggy, a different area. And I'm Felix Peroni, president of the NCDA. I am currently located in Columbus, Ohio. Didn't you move from Kentucky? I did about three years ago. Oh, oh, see, see, we did. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've had four new teams join the NCDA this league, including two big teams in the Pacific Northwest, Oregon State and Gonzaga, and two teams in the Midwest, um, traditional Midwest, which is Southern Illinois, Edwardsville, and Midland University in Nebraska. So Nebraska has two teams now. And I think, Yay. Yeah, I think the, the two, I think Midland was kind of making fun of the, the Nebraska of Lincoln people. But then again, he said he only throws 10 miles an hour. <laughs> I guess that helps. Um, I, I like that we have four new teams. Uh, Ziggy, I was just going to ask, just to clear this up for all future people, is Oregon State going to be OSU as well, or are they going to be OS or what? No, I don't think they get OSU, because OSU is a founding member of the Ohio State. Oh, my God. I'm already doing it to myself. <laughs> um, Ohio State is a founding member of the league, and they kind of claim OSU. But it's also I've – like, I've already had problems my own way trying to figure out them too. So o- Oregon State will be OS. OS. Ohio State will be OSU. Okay. We, uh, I think that if if OSU, uh, the, if Oregon State, damn, I'm going to do okay. So if Oregon State fights hard enough, uh, they may convince Ohio State to be TOSU because they love uh, the whole the Ohio State University. Would, oh, that was my other thing. That I, we could do that too. Let's do a little, that. A little lowercase T. Yeah, they love that. So why not? Yeah, I can on that. <laughs> well, what's going to happen when Oklahoma State joins the league? That was the initial. That was the first one because uh, we almost had a team join at Oregon at Oklahoma State a long time ago, and I, mm-hmm. um, they just never panned out. But like I was like, okay, OU, that's great, or Oklahoma State, <laughs> or OS, oh, okay, and I couldn't figure it out. So, okay, SU, and we almost had, we had a similar thing. That was K State. Um, which is Kansas State. They were a team in the league. And then KSU was Kent State, and they always called themselves KSU. But I never did because I had that issue already about K-State. So that's the weird thing. This is the acronyms. But their university website was kstate.edu. So that's what I went with. Uh, gotcha, K-State. And it's going to be interesting yeah. once we get the, uh, the Miami Hurricanes in. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, too many Miamis, too many I mean, OS. Well, it was. the uh, Midland is considered an MU, and mm-hmm. Miami was doing MU for a long time. And I was like, okay, Miami, you're, you're – you need to be Miami. So I can yeah. figure stuff out. <laughs> Not that it really matters because, like, we don't use those to calculate anything. It's just – representation when you're reading it i don't know um well it's gonna be tough than like when you start live streaming games and then you have like the team name like you're gonna have osu and then on the other side you're gonna just have os like uh it's gonna be 
a bad situation um, that I that hopefully I'm not around to really deal with, but I probably will. At least on the record side. But no, it's um, I don't know. It, we've we've had a hundred. 1,359 ranked matches since 2001. Wow. Um, and that's that's ranked matches between schools and they're all public or recognized student organizations. And uh, that's pretty big. That's that's 50 schools to play play each other under the NCDA rule set. So that's, that's a lot of games. That's a lot of games, and I don't think... I've seen uh, any organization cover records like I cover records, so at least I'm proud of that. I would wish because I'd love to do analysis on other on other leagues, but in my free time. But um, nobody nobody publishes anything, so I'm stuck there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I would say would be a cool fact is uh, calculating the amount of time per matches. Like, what is the average time per match? Um, oh, that's that. Well, average time, well, at least there's 50 minutes of gameplay. So that's about an hour. Um, usually we, when we schedule games, we allow for an hour and 15 minutes, maybe to an hour, hour and 30 minutes, chronological time. Well, I was going to say, because there are like some games where you can have like one point to be like an entire half, you know, and then some halves can be like five points, you know. So I was yeah. like, does, does the amount of time per point vary or is it do you want to take like the amount of time for a whole match i mean we have been asking for officials and and match people to record the time that each point was scored and we have a probably a small segment of the population maybe i don't know two percent overall 28 matches we have more than 28 matches that have accurate point statistics so we can actually see how long each point took in those particular matches <laughs> we have that at least we don't have i don't know just add a quarter of an hour to each game. Uh, you, you and your stats, Ziggy. I got stats. I um, this is what you asked for at the beginning of the podcast, Mario. I know, I know. I, I didn't think them. you. I didn't think you would have all these stats. Well, I'm, I'm I'm clicking around really fast trying to find them. Uh, uh, no. Anyways, um, new teams, Oregon. Gonzaga. Now, with all these new teams joining in the league, it's especially for a team like Gonzaga that's like all the way out in the Pacific. How are they ever going to play like VCU or Towson? Almost never, unless it's going to be at like nationals. Um, and I was, you know, I've I've been thinking about the problem a lot, um, and so if some of other people, namely Lesky, Lesky does a good job uh, thinking about this, but. Um, those Western schools are a lot more spread out, so they're already naturally accustomed to traveling far to do anything for for their stuff. So, like, uh, I know the before they joined the league, Oregon State traveled to for ultimate frisbee. A lot, a lot they're pretty good travelers for that. But you know, it's those big events that they're going to be able to do it unless we can get a, an event out to them. I'm trying to tie. I gotta say my idea, Ziggy. Trying to tie in. I'm trying to tie in so you can interrupt me. Okay. Well, the idea we were talking about before was uh, an event every three, four years in the NCDA, uh, because during that during that time period of when when it's not being 
played, uh, funds will be collected to fund this huge national event, kind of kind of like another nationals, um, but it'll be a six on six tournament or something less than 12. So it'll be easier for teams to come out and the league will help fund teams that are like Gonzaga to fly in, in this neutral location where like, let's just say, uh, we just said Chicago, let's say that DePaul. Somewhere that had uh, had court space and was cheap to fly into because I think almost everything would be flying to or was a general transportation hub that wasn't just driving. Because if you're going to drive to Chicago to Oregon State, that's, that's that, a big drive. That's a long way. Yeah. Uh, but flying, flying wouldn't be too bad. I mean, I don't know what other schools are near airports. Um, but any any location where you can get a gym and you can get court space, uh, have teams fly out there, and the league will help fund. And being that it'll be six on six, if you bring eight nine guys, that's like what nine tickets for a plane, a lot better than fifteen, you know. Uh, so it, the idea was to fund, and it'd be like a separate nationals. So this with with every team involved, even those from coast to coast coming in, and there'd be like a separate nationals trophy and every three, four years. So this way everyone gets a shot at it once. Yeah. Cause I think uh, the bread and butter of our leagues are going to be the, the big format games. And I think uh, if people are going to do a six V six squad, I don't think it would work that well as a club department. Mm-hmm. Um, at least for our sport I, in some sports, it will work well um, because you have smaller teams, but even like, you know, rugby sevens, they still have, 14 people playing and they they travel around mm-hmm. clubs even if they only have seven on the field oh yeah it's it, it's just it's hard just to travel in general it seems like um and i think our, that's our college sport works better with larger larger people mm-hmm. larger teams at least yeah um but i was going to say with having smaller team like smaller people like having six people could you do just like an overtime rule thing you know where you just have an overtime situation for the tournament you know just something because if you're going to have every team in the ncda come to this event it's got to be moving quickly and you want to have you want to have oregon and gonzaga play a bunch of other schools from the east coast we did have we we had kind of entertained that we have a a rule set adapted from the ncda 12 on 12 to to be a six on six and we were using it last year to be a, a recruitment vessel. So we actually got um, University of Wisconsin, Eau Claire to uh, come out to a recruitment event and they played Wisconsin Platteville, Wisconsin Whitewater, and DePaul in a small little 6v6 tournament. And you know, the, the caveat was you had to be an active student, but um, you know, just like our normal, you have to be an active student, but you didn't really have to be, you know, an active registered student org. So and we had the rule set already, and that'd be an interesting, like, four-year tournament, every four-year tournament kind of event that we could start. I don't know. I'd love to have people talk about it. Yeah, it's, it's just an idea just to see how everybody thinks. And I think it'd be kind of cool uh, if you had it also with smaller people because it makes it more balanced because I think teams like CMU, Grand Valley, you know, JMU, they're very good because they have a lot of death. And, you know, when you're dealing with 50 on 50, now 12 on 12 people, um, it helps you out. But like for new schools like Stevenson or now Gonzaga, I mean, if you had six solid players and six new people, you're going to, 
have a hard time going against a school like like CMU. But if you had yeah. six solid players and then six solid CMU players, it might be a lot. It might be more competitive dodgeball. Yeah, you wouldn't be able. You can actually compete with GVSU because, like, once you get GVSU down to six players, and if you had six players, then it's a little bit like it's strategy versus strategy, um, and it's not kind of a numbers game anymore. But GVSU is just like so de so deep, and so is like Central. They're they're so deep that they have twelve great players as opposed to your six great players. Whereas if you get you know. If you have six great players and six medium players, then if you get two medium players out and two great players out, you only have four four great players left. So I don't know. Yeah, I get your numbers game. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, outs and catches are bigger because let's say if it's a four on four and you get a catch and you make it a five on three, that's a lot bigger than if it's 10 on 10 and you make a catch and then it's 11 on nine. You know, like five on three seems a lot a better advantage than 11 on nine advantage. You know? Yeah, I think it'd be a great, a great thing to, to explore the the uh, to expand uh, the college side of of the sport. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe you even have can tie that into an elite event or something like that, and have only college players playing each other. You know, have that like you know you got to be a college registered and have a be a college athlete to play in the, on, in that little side tournament, mm -hmm. and then yeah. we just put it on record. You can do that, yeah. Kind of like a NC Day Elite combined event. Yeah, and you just you would have to have, um, you know, DePaul's team, which would be whatever Chicago team they're putting together, and they would just split off into their their DePaul team, and they would play against somebody else. They would play against Platteville, you know, if they had a North Region event. You know. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I don't know. Uh, and, I like and the same point, like I'd rather I'd also be comfortable giving gonzaga a stipend to come out here or you know give cmu a stipend to go out there not you know not big because we don't have that much money and we're not i don't know if we didn't have that much money for the next couple of years at least but I, uh, I like to see them playing 12v12 regardless so uh yeah it would be it would be interesting to see that happen um that's why, I mean, you and Felix are the treasure money people of the NCDA. So okay. tell me this, and if a three, four year, is that enough of a span time to collect? To save money. League dues and stuff and save money. And then if any teams can provide their own funding, obviously. I know DePaul's really good. Well, not it's difficult. Like DePaul has technically unlimited. But. They would have to cover 75% to 90% of the cost on their own end. Mm -hmm. and um we make it available yes i, I agree with that um i don't know that's it's it's a big issue because like a plane ticket um i looked at um and you know everything ziggy just from like columbus to um which is kind of the center of our league columbus current league center is columbus to um seattle and that's a pricey ticket it's like 300 bucks plus for most days in the future at least i don't know but that you know that that's that's 300 bucks a player so yeah and then you gotta still think of like housing where where they're gonna stay you know yeah and it's kind of easy for some like maybe it's easy for a match it's like if if central went out there to play gonzaga and 
the other teams around there, like maybe Portland State comes. Portland State, um, it's kind of an upcoming member. Portland State, Oregon State, and uh, Gonzaga come and play each other, and then Central goes up there. I think that's like they can house them themselves. They wouldn't have to pay for lodging or anything. So as long as they got themselves out there, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's kind of part of it. It's like if you have Gonzaga coming out to the Midwestern, I hope we would have our Midwestern hospitality. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. A lot of teams, uh, they do like to help other teams house. I know at DePaul, we used to do that a lot for Michigan players. Uh, sure. For tournaments and for May Day and other stuff. Um but yeah, and then if a, if a school like a large school, like let's say, I'm just gonna say like JMU or you know, uh, Saginaw Valley, you know, somebody that has like a court that they can, or uh, let's say like eight basketball courts or just something, you know, what I mean, like they yeah. they have space, you know what I mean, like a large space where you can have this tournament that would help out too, because it, it would be separate from nationals, but still like another, like an NCDA. Yeah. Like, what would you call it? It's kind of something like teams could look forward to every four years or something like that because people look forward to nationals now but like i don't think we have any it's like uh, the one time in your college career that you're going to go and play other colleges on a small format because it's probably only going to happen once per per year term yeah you're the average player i mean people talk about the fifth year people but they're not the average so they're actually yeah it's like I know when playing at DePaul, we used to play a lot of like more of the Midwest teams, the Michigan teams, the Ohio teams a lot. And at nationals, we ended up playing, I think, uh, Kent State, uh, Ohio State, and then like Towson. So like Towson was like the only new school we played, you yeah. know, because Ohio State, we played a bunch of times. Kent State we played a bunch of times. And then like we played, I think, Grand Valley, who we played a bunch of times. So it's fun to have to look forward to playing a tournament with other schools that you don't normally play with. Yeah. But yes, Felix, you know money, so you would know that it's impossible for the NCDA to eventually be able to fund Gonzaga and uh, OS to come out to the East Coast or something like that. Um, it would depend on a lot of different factors. So um we we could but it would have to be a few years down the line we just honestly don't have the funding um, if we were obviously to get some sort of monetary sponsor um absolutely i mean that that would be a great opportunity even if we were able to get like um or something like that to sponsor the tournament then calf off the tickets to the traveling teams like that would be something that would be awesome yeah, yeah. I mean, something is a four-year four event. It only happens every four years or something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's that's something that would be great. Um, so, yeah, yeah, we'll see. That's that's one good reason why we also have reduced rosters, so that would be uh, cheaper for us to do that. Mm-hmm. Yes, it would. And if you could get a sponsor, you can name the event after that sponsor. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The, Why not uh, the ex- the, Expe- the Expedia.com bringing people together <laughs> tournaments. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Expedia trophy. Um, all right. Uh, on that note, um, I think we're going to sign off. Um, I was um, Mario Romanelli. <laughs> you were my. I was. <laughs> I'm no longer him. I'm someone else. I'm Felix Peroni in Columbus, Ohio. 
And I'm Zygmunt Maloney in Wakan, Illinois, and this has been Average Joe's Podcast. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for listening to Average Joe's Podcast. Be sure to check out more episodes of Average Joe's on iTunes or our website, ncdadodgeball.com. Until next time, just remember the five D's of dodgeball. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Bye-bye.